you can open up your Bible to Mark, fourth chapter. Jesus is teaching. He begins teaching a long, say, sermon to say, and he uses parables to teach about the kingdom of God. And in his teaching, he's trying to further teach his disciples and those who are following him what it means to truly follow him, what it means to really be a child of God. Mark 4th chapter, verse 21 to verse 25, the word of God said, he said to them, do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand? For whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed. And whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. Consider carefully what you hear, he continued. With the measure you use it, it will be measured to you and even more. Those who have will be given more. As for those who do not have, even what they have, will be taken from them. Again, Mark 4th chapter, I'm going to read verse 21 one more time. He said to them, do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand? I'm going to deal with this morning, the topic, the distinguished church, not the extinguished church. The distinguished church, not the extinguished church. To extinguish something is to put it out, to make what was exist not existing. To take out a fire, you will get a extinguisher, a fire extinguisher, and to put out that fire, you, you aim the extinguisher at the base of the fire. Why do you go to the base of the fire? Because at the top of the fire, it's just going to burn up. You want to get down to the base to extinguish that fire. Fire also spreads from oxygen. It eats, it feeds on oxygen. So the lack of oxygen, the fire will assumably be extinguished and put out. In the time of Jerusalem, they would use a lamp. And in the King James Version, it would say a candlestick or, or, or a candle stand. And yet what it is is that this lamp they would have full of oil. They would light it to light up their room. But to put it out, they would put a bowl on top of the lamp to extinguish the light. We have the convenience now. We can just either clap on or clap off or hit a switch or some of you may have those fancy remotes you could turn your fan on and the lights on. There's so many different ways now we can turn lights on and, and turn lights off. But the light here that we're talking about is not necessarily the light that you use to see in a dark room, but we're talking about the light of the world. And so Jesus is saying the light should not be extinguished but distinguished. To be distinguished is to be set apart, to be different from all the rest, to be different. The lamp is to be put in the lampstand, a place of prominence, a place of position that when people walk in the room, you can clearly see 
why would you put it under the bed? To put the light under the bed would be to dim the light. To make what was once bright a little bit dim, a little bit dark. Some of us right now are having some dim lights in us. Some of us right now, the light is just fully out. Some of us are so extinguished, we don't know how to light something back up again. And then some of us maybe say, hey, I, I, I am distinguished. I am trying to be stood upon. And that's the problem we have because we are in the world. And Jesus prayed for us to, that we will be in this world and not of this world, just as he is in this world and not of it. Jesus desires for us to be of him. So let's look at this text and look at the lamp. I, I want to point out three points on this lamp of life. That, that we have, you have the lamp of life, you have the lamp of liberty, and you have the lamp of love. Jesus is the lamp of life. John talks about how here comes the light of the world to bring light into this world. He is light. Jesus is the lamp of life. So therefore, how is he the lamp of life? He gives us eternal life. Tell somebody, Jesus gives eternal life. See, the purpose of Jesus was to give us eternal life. The purpose of the lamp is to give light in the dark world. What is darkness? I'm glad you're asking your questions this morning. Darkness represents sin. Sin is everything that God is trying to dispel. And what does light dispel? Darkness. In order for you to remove some of these sin, sickness, issues in your life, you need to bring in the light. When you stay in the dark, you don't know what's happening in the dark. So the lamp is the life. Jesus wants to bring life to you. He wants you to understand what it means to live life. To have Jesus in your heart is, to be, is for you to be distinguished from everybody else. That means you learn how to bless and curse not. You learn to turn the other cheek. You learn to be patient when other people are impatient. And, and, and I work on my patience daily, and this is how I test my patience. I put my car in the slow lane, and I get behind a slow car. And I'm testing my patience. Because if I'm late, I'm going to still be late. So there's no sense of me speeding and getting a ticket and be even more late. So I, I will just get behind that lane of that car that's not going at the speed I would like to go and get behind them and be at an appropriate distance and just cruise. Because I realize that I want to be bright in my life and I need to hear the word of God. I want you to catch this. Jesus says, he that has the ear, let them hear. Jesus saying, look, don't just hear what I'm saying and walk out, but take heed to it, accept it, receive it, live it. I believe Jesus tells me how I need to be patient. And I realize that when I get in my car, it makes, it little, it makes it a little bit easier when I get to the grocery store. And I see that person in front of me with all these items, knowing they have to pay for it. Don't know where their wallet is all of a sudden. Then they find it. They need to find their checkbook all of a sudden. Then they find it looking for a pen all of a sudden. Then they say, hold up, I have some coupons. Wait a minute. Knock, knock this down. And I'm thinking to myself, Lord, why did I get in this line? Then it hits me, I need to work on my patience. I need to be light right now. And, and then sometimes I even work on my patience when I have a lot of items. And I see somebody with one item, and I, and, I, and, I, and I think about racing them to the aisle. And then I slow down and say, no, you go ahead. 
Because it took me to realize, Sam, you're not to be of the world. You're in this world, but you should be different than everybody else. You, you should let people get in front of you. You should show patience, so kind. And see, that's what Jesus called us to do. He said, don't be like everybody else, but you should be set apart. You should be sitting up high. The light, the city on a hill cannot be hidden. And when he, Jesus is talking about this, the cities are made out of limestone. And so when the sun hits the limestone, the city will, will shine bright. Light. What good is a lighthouse with no light? It's just a house. And ships are in danger. The church should be a lighthouse for troubled ships in troubled waters. Don't you want to be able to go to a place where you can be treated with love and affection? Where they don't care about how you dress, about how you smell, but they want their concern about your overwhelmed being. They're concerned about your heart. They'll, they'll do it. The songs will take the time to pray for you. They'll show, they'll show you how they love Jesus more than anything, but how they'll be patient with you and say, hey, Jesus called me. Jesus told me that how I do unto others is how I am doing unto him. Jesus said, when you go to the least of these, you are serving me. Jesus said, this is my commandment. Love one another as you love yourself. And I do love myself. So I do know how to love, but sometimes self gets selfish and selfish dims its light because it only wants to see what it wants to see. It doesn't want to see what's over there in the corner. It don't want to see what might be coming through that front door. It gets dark sometimes and that's easier for the enemy to sneak up in and try to mess with your life because the light will expel, will dispel the darkness and it'll be easier for you to see a criminal coming your way. Is the light shining in your life? Is Jesus in your heart? Do you bring in a lamp to be put under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on a stand? For, look, look, for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed, and whatever is concealed is meant to brought out into the open. If anyone has ears, let them hear, and he's considered, and he goes on talking even more. And what Jesus is pointing out here, what once was secret was me. Jesus said, look, look, you are waiting on me. You are waiting on the Messiah, and here I am. Paul often talks about in his letters about the mystery of the gospel. The mystery was, when was the Messiah going to come? And here is Jesus. It once was secret, now it's to be open. We should not conceal Christ in our lives. See, that's the lamp of liberty. We should be free. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. We, are, we were once slaves to sin, but he died on the cross to set us free. And since now we have the lamp of life, we have the lamp of liberty, we should be walking in freedom, speaking in freedom. Speaking in bondage is, 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 is vocabulary of destruction. When you, are when you are extinguished, you extinguish other people. You put other people down to build yourself up. You don't compliment anybody else unless you get a compliment first. You won't encourage them unless they encourage you. You won't go the extra mile if they never did it for you. You see, you have people that are so extinguished that they can't give you any light in your life. Do you go to a burnout candle to light another candle? No, instead you bring that candle that has a flame to light the other candle. But yet we got to be careful who you hang around with. Because people whose lights are out, your light might be going out too. That they will say, hey, hey, you know, hey, put it under the bed. Let's dim it a little bit. 
You can get around the wrong people that can easily persuade you to do the wrong things. And, and it gets so easy doing the wrong things. You do it so much, you forget that it's wrong. And then you don't realize that you're in the darkness. It reminds me of, of Plato talking about his in the allegory of the man in the cave. It talks about how he had these children locked up with their backs towards the light in a cave all their life. And all they saw was shadows. And the shadows to them was reality. And it said if they let them out to go into the light, what they see would not be true to them. When you stay in the dark for so long, you do not, you're not able to see the truth from the false. The enemy has deceived you and got you caught up thinking how my life is in the dark is better than how my life will be in the light. That's a lie. When you cannot understand that the enemy is looking to destroy you and take away what God has for you, he is doing his job. We need to stand up and say, Lord, I understand what you call me and I need to walk in the light. I need to expose myself to the truth and be liberated from my bondage in darkness. But when we stay in the darkness... We allow our life of darkness become reality to us. Think about it for a moment. Think about some of the habits you have. They are now just who you are. For example, I, I have a, a, a habit of myself that I just like to leave the lights on when I go to bed because I'm scared of the dark. And so still, when I look at my sickle bill, I'm still upset, but I still leave my lights on when I go to bed. It's a habit of mine. It's just who I am. I like my light on in my hallway. So when I get up in the middle, ain't nobody sneaking up on me, and I'm not sneaking up anybody else. I do know it's all in my house, but still, I, I got a sense of security when that light's on in the hallway. And because it just makes up who I am, this is who I am, that's just who I am, I'll leave the light on some other time, I'll put it back on. Because that's just my habit. Some of us have habits that we just do, that we think about it, that why do we do what we do when we could say what we could do, but say, that's just who I am. Sometimes I like to drive the long way and not the quick way. So people that ride with me sometimes get frustrated because I'm going Sam's way. Well, that's just how Sam likes to do it. You in Sam's car, you're going to drive Sam's direction. And if Sam gets lost, you lost with him too. And you see... That's just who we are. And sometimes when we stop and, and don't take the time to listen to the truth. And so therefore, when Sam get caught up with Sam telling everybody else they're wrong. Take this way. No, this way will work. And then when I humble myself, I say, oh, you are right. I can say you are right. I, I, I had a problem that I, I, I thought I knew everything. Some of y'all might still be having that problem. I still have it too. And yet I have to take the time and realize that I got to be open to be enlightened. I got to be open to receive the light. I got to be open to free myself of bondage, of thinking that my way is the best way. I believe that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's more benefits following Jesus than there is following me. My goodness. We need to think about that for a moment. Am I following myself or am I following God? And when we're following God, the church can be that awesome light to people to give them liberty in their lives. People that, that feel that they just can't make it. People that feel that they're without hope. They know they can walk into a house of prayer and see some saints and realize that you can encourage me to live and run and, and walk and live for Christ better than I ever have before. Jesus is that lamp of liberty that can set us free. And when we conceal it, 
And when we hide it, this is the time we let the enemy to enslave us. When we, do, when we know good and we do not do it, you still sin. That went over somebody's head. When you do good and you do not do it, you still sin. It's in the Bible. So when you think about when you know what is right and you want to cover up what is right, you're doing wrong. When somebody walks in the room, and I've been guilty of this myself, and the question asks, who did it? You know who did it. You just be quiet. You're lying like everybody else. And you'll say, well, I didn't say anything. Well, that's the problem. You didn't say anything. You see, when we allow ourselves to extinguish the light, we make ourselves now a part of the world instead of just distinguishing ourselves and saying, I am a child of God and I got to stand up for what is right. I have to put my lamp on the lampstand. When you see me, you're going to see light. But yet when we want to conceal it, we want to say the truth is not in me. And the problem is when you conceal the truth is that you are still held accountable for knowing the truth. Does the text did not say for what one does have, is held accountable? And if they don't take care of it, for, even if they don't have, it will be taken away from them? You see here, Jesus says, look, I've come to give you liberty. I've come to give you power. I've come to fulfill your life. I've come to give you all these things, but here's some requirements I'm asking you. I'm telling you, Judge, you need to love one another. And so think of this, even those who do not confess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, hear of the golden rule, do unto others as you will have them do unto you. And so when you know better, you should do better, but we will talk about it only when it benefits us. Have you been in a, 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 a relationship or an argument or a communication with somebody before, how they would tell you how wrong you are to, to, to justify their wrong? And they say, the Bible says, I used to do this. You claim to be a man of God, a woman of God, look at you. The Bible says, do not judge. Did you read that part too? You see how, how we can dim our lights and we can't see the truth for ourselves. So when we, when we give Jesus in our hearts and we get the light of life, we have the light of liberty, it opens us up and see I'm walking in sin. I'm doing things I should not do. And catch this, catch this. The church, the image of the church should be the cross. Jesus is who we preach about. Jesus is not only the teacher, but he's also the lesson. And when we lose focus of who Jesus is, that's when we put our lights out. We need to allow Jesus to be in our hearts. We need to re remember, the, the, as the Bible says in the word, is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. When the Hebrews will talk about a lamp and a light, the light has a specific purpose and power. It's, it, the Bible tells us how God led the children of Israel out of Egypt by cloud by day and fire by night. He led them with a light in the darkness. That's why you can get excited about Psalm 23. The, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not throw thou walk through the shadows in the valley of darkness. See, we really, I don't have to fear no evil because with God for me, who can? Be against me. Be a light in dark times. Be a light when things are getting dim. Be a light and realize that the light will prevail. The lamp is meant to shine. The lamp is light. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus, the lamp is love. Jesus loves us. Is that he died for us so that we can forever be with him. 
But yet he's, tra he's, tra he's, tra he's training the disciples and those who are following saying, look, I am teaching. And, and previously he spoke on another parable talking about the seed, the word of God. And basically saying, how dare us to receive the truth and cover it up? How dare you know the truth and put it out? And saying, then if you are going to do that, you're going to lose out on blessings that can come your way. Think about when you get a, 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 a say, a bicycle. And you receive the instructions, and you do not know how to put the Bible together, and you just throw away the instructions, you're going to be in a whole lot of mess. Or, or how is it that you're going to get a, 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 a piece of equipment, and you're not going to follow the instructions how to put it together? Jesus says, look, I've come to give you life more abundantly. And I call you to be light of the world and the salt of the earth. I've, I've come because I am the light of the world in this dark world. And I'm calling you to let you know that I am that lamp. We find in Revelation that it said the lamp that, that will need no more sun. How God will provide lamp and the lamb will be the lamp. And see how Jesus, I am the lamp and I'm going to come to give light in your life. Have you ever been there before that it's been dark in your life sometime, but the joy of Jesus can brighten up your days. I, I know it's raining outside, but it seems kind of bright in here because we're talking about the sun, uh, the S-O-N. And, and guess what? The sun did rise. It's like the sun in the middle, no rise from east and west. Our sun is risen forevermore and it will never be dim. He can never be put out. So we can sing this little light of mine. I, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, shine, shine. We need to be ex distinguished in this world because the world is looking for some help during these dark times. How else can you comfort a mother who just lost their son? You can say, well, Jesus, uh, the only son of the father, <laughs> he was lost for our sakes, uh, but he rose again from the grave. So, mama, you might have lost your son, but when your son dies in Jesus... That's not the end. That's just the beginning because we can see him again over in glory. You see, Jesus said, look here, I'm coming with the truth to put it in your life. This world is crushing you and trying to make your dark. But I am the lamp. And when you put me in you, you'll be like a lamp. Stand on a lampstand, lighten up the room. That will keep the criminals away. That will keep darkness away. Keep evil away. That's what Jesus can do. Let the lamp shine in you and see how your countenance will lift up. See how your face can smile during down times when you know that Jesus is the lamp. You know that the lamp will forever shine and it's shining on you right now. No matter what you're going through, Jesus wants to be there with you. All you have to do is just call on the name of Jesus. And I'm glad how Paul talked about it. That every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the Lord. And when you call on the Lord in your dark times, you realize that it's like light to him. He sees all that you're going through. He sees all the pain and the suffering that you're going through. But he's able to tell you, is it's going to be for a little while. Just a little while. 
Why is it going to be just a little while? Because one day, I'll wipe the tears away from your eyes. <laughs> There'll be no more pain and suffering. It'll be forever day and hello and never goodbye. Because one of these mornings, he's going to come back again. He's going to come on a cloud, and you'll hear the last trumpet sound. And glory will see the living light, the Lion of Judah, the Lamb that took away the sins of the world. I'm glad today that Jesus is a lamp in my life. I go through some dark times. Uh, I go through some times the enemy tries to put me down but I'm glad uh, I'm glad uh, that Jesus uh, is my all in all. Uh, he is my lamp. He is my provision. Uh, good day now children. May the Lord bless you real good but on your way home uh, you ought to testify that God's been good to you. Good God from Zion. Uh, is he alright? Uh, is he alright? I'm glad today. He's all right. He is my lamp. Is he your lamp? And if you do not know the lamp, the lamp is easy to know. Just confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and he died for your sins. Your life does not have to stay dark, but let Jesus in, and your life will be full of light. Jesus will help you and strengthen you. And you know that this life is just temporary. But, but there'll be a day that when he comes with all power, that you'll be able to experience the true lamp. But right now, you have been called to be distinguished in this world and not extinguished. Don't put out your light, but let it shine bright. Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise. Amen. We thank you, Almighty God. Let's pray, Father. We thank you, Almighty God, for the living light. We thank you, Father, for the power that you have given us. And, Father, we, we realize that we have all have sinned of our short. But, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. And, Father, we want to run and walk in the light. We want to live in the light. We want to talk about the light. And Father, we definitely want the light living within us. Father, have your way with us. As every head bowed, every eyes closed, there's someone here who does not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. The Bible says is that if you believe, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God has risen from the dead, you shall be saved. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. If you're unsure today, if you're to die and go into heaven, if you're unsure, raise your hand if that's you. If that's you, if that's you. God bless you. God bless you. If that is you, I just want to lead you in this prayer to invite Jesus in your, in your, into your life as your Lord and Savior. And then after we pray, we ask you to come forward for those so we can further get your information and further disciple you to grow and walk in the light. If that's you, we lead you in this prayer saying, dear Lord Jesus, that's right, dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart and be my personal Lord and Savior. I thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. I thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And I want to give my life back to you. 
If that's you, still everybody rise. If that's you, if you pray that prayer for the first time, raise your hand if that's you. If that's you, if that's you, God bless you, God bless you. Father, Lord, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you, Father, that you have called us to a great and a mighty purpose. And Father, we realize there's issues in our lives that we're not shining as bright as we should. But Father, we, we want to get back to you and let the light truly brighten up our lives and shine in every aspect of our lives. That we won't hide Christ, but we'll show Christ to all that we meet. In Jesus' awesome name, Lord, we pray. Let the church say amen. And may we stand as we extend the hand of discipleship. If someone here that decided to give Jesus to confess Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and say so we extend our hands to so we ask everybody to stand just to make it a little bit easier to get through the aisles. We extend our hand of discipleship to you right now. Is there someone today for the first time confess Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior? We extend our hands to you.